This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Buckle in. Pig. Here it comes. Yeah. This is the one. This is the one. You don't want to miss it. We cover a lot of stuff. And we also don't cover at a all. lot of stuff. We don't yeah. at all. We cover a lot of stuff that has nothing, nothing to do. No. And stuff that probably should not be talked about. Should never be said. <laughs> There's <laughs> but stuff there. Should not have been talked about, but, mm-hmm. but we did. Yeah. Well, mainly you. And you couldn't yeah. stop. No, I couldn't. And then you realize how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. But you still can't stop it. Yeah, you couldn't stop. No, but I'm hoping that Thomas... Has cut it out. No, he won't. But again, always a big welcome to the new listeners. (laughs) If this is your first time hearing this show. Oh, boy. Maybe you should start with a different one. Or not. This is a pretty good (laughs) representation. That's true. It's not like we have some where we really were serious and and covered the documentary. No. Okay. Uh, Ladies and jerks, welcome to The Curse of Von Dutch, A Brand to Die For. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl Hines, hey. Oh, first and last. Yeah. How's it going? Well, I mean, you know, I got Portland tonight, I got right. Oakland, and then Sacramento, and then I'm home for 10 days. That'll be so nice. Yeah, it's it's been a good tour, yeah. but it's, it's, a, it's a grind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a grind. Yes, it is a grind. grind. Halfway to 100, it's a grind. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> what, I mean, you're not doing 100 shows. No, I'm talking about age. Oh, just like, I'm oh, half, I see, I see. I'm halfway oh, to 100. 100. And, uh, you, know, you know what I heard the other day? Mm-hmm. Not that what you were saying wasn't interesting. Voices? <laughs> Beside the voices. Somebody uh-huh. said that, I'm going to get it wrong, okay? Okay. So just yeah, of course. I but mean, how would you know? That in the future, people will live Flying to be- cars. <laughs> people will live to be over 200 years old. And some of those people have already been born. Is that crazy? Yeah. Oh, I see how this ties in because I said I'm halfway to 100. Yeah. So what if you're not? What if you're one of the ones that are, that's going to live to 200? I mean, would you want that? I don't know. Well, you've already said on a podcast that you'd be fine if you kicked it at like 70 or something. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I guess it depends on the quality of your life of, you know, age 197. Well, what if you're having a great life and you're feeling good at 95? Then what are you saying? Oh, then will I be... Do you still want me to strangle you? Or yeah, do you, you can want- still strangle. I mean, I'm happy to go out on a high note. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, why wait till things get really sad and then you're like, no, I guess I'm done. Yeah. I was watching the news one time and... um. Braggadocious alert. Um, These newscasters, they were killing me because they were doing a story on like the oldest woman in the world Mm. who was, I don't know, she was probably like 120 or something. Sure. And clearly they were not looking at the image of the woman that they showed Mm -hmm. because they were like the oldest woman. They cut to her and this woman is like barely, she's not moving. Her mouth Mm -hmm. is open and she's just kind of like... (laughs) like a human oh, s- skeleton and they come uh, back to them and they're like, how does she do it? Wow. What's your secret? It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh well, I can tell you what her secret is. It's <laughs> the same thing. It's always whiskey and smoking a cigar, mm. eating bacon every day. Mm. It doesn't seem like people that It does that seem like for, yeah. th- those are the ones that really have a lot. I have ice cream all the time. <laughs> all day long I eat ice cream. and I, With bacon on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's time to switch it up. Well, how are you doing, Cheryl? I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm good. One day at a time. We're taking it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. I have to say that I love our listeners. Yeah. I mean, I love our snorkels a lot. And, yeah. Um, They're a solid crew. They are a solid crew, and so I, I feel the, the love from them, and I really, really, really appreciate it. Yeah. I was pretty blown away. I mean, yeah. I wasn't like completely shocked, but I was like, they're a solid crew. They're a solid crew. Yeah. So thank you to the people that, you know, mm-hmm. get it and understand. And they reached out on social media and on Instagram. They were so nice. Yeah. I'm not going to start in tears and I'm not going to end in tears today. Okay. Uh, but thank you to everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. To you and yeah. Thomas and Gabby, Gabrielle. Meet the ball. <laughs> well, and thank you for, um, you know, just being open and mm-hmm. connecting. Well, so. well, thank you, Chig. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, we really have a job to do today. Yeah, we're our own bosses. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Can you imagine if we had a boss? Yeah, that was like in the other room listening, going, "Uh, you guys are Crunching five minutes into it, and you haven't yeah. even mentioned 
Yeah. The name of the documentary, that you're even talking about a documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we that person would not be thrilled with us, I, I think. No, we shouldn't get a boss. <laughs> Thomas and Gabby are the closest to bosses they we are, have. They keep an eye on us. Yeah. 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 They make yeah. sure we don't wander out into traffic yeah, and stuff the, like yeah. that. Yeah. Or if we do, they kind of wrangle us back yeah. out. Yeah. Cat wranglers. Mm-hmm. Well, today... Mm-hmm. We are talking about a documentary called. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I wasn't either. <laughs> Saying the name of it is really getting me. Um, because you know why? Okay, let's it hear sounds it. so dramatic and like yeah, yeah. Oh, holy shit balls! Yeah, this is gonna be a nail uh-huh. biter. Yeah. Today we're talking about The Curse of Von Dutch, a brand to die for. Mm-hmm. And it's a three-part 2021 docuseries directed by Andrew Renzi. It chronicles mm-hmm. the rise and fall of the Von Dutch clothing brand, which has its roots in Southern California's surf culture, but exploded into celebrity-driven phenomenon in the 2000s. The Curse of Von Dutch is available to watch on Hulu. Well, what did you think the movie, the documentary was going to be? Well, I really didn't know, which I was excited about that I didn't really know anything about it. I only I didn't either. When they showed the trucker hats that say Von mm-hmm. Dutch on it, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, yeah, I remember. I remember seeing those around. That's interesting. Okay. There's a big story behind this. Okay. You didn't wear trucker hats? <laughs> I w- Oh, I wish I had one and I was wearing it right now. That would have been so... Mm-hmm. I can't think ahead like that. Did you? Have you ever worn a... Do you wear trucker hats? Oh, shit. She's grabbing something. She's grabbing... It's not a trucker hat. It's just a baseball hat. Well, what is the difference in a trucker hat and a baseball hat? <laughs> I truly don't know. There's I just no way got to know. A, yeah. I got no a way. baseball hat just for, um, you know, gross travel days. Uh-huh. That's well, really. I mean, it. I guess a trucker hat. Uh, are they bigger? Are they flatter? There's the, the no billis? way to know. <laughs> the bill is and flat? also, who hmm. cares? <laughs> well, so listen. Uh-huh. There might be somebody that tuned into this because they're like, "Oh, I love Von Dutch, and I can't wait to hear all about it." Mm-hmm. And that person might know and care. I, I think that feels like our target demographic. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, so I didn't know anything about it. And then and then at the beginning of the documentary, I was like, ooh, I am buckling in. Well, it's a three-parter. It's a three-parter, and this is like murder, mystery, uh, there's a curse. Which, by the way, I think they used the word curse a little loosely. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you feel like mm-hmm. I kept wait, waiting for the what's the curse? I feel like you spilled the beans when oh, you shit. said murder. Oh. Well Well, when we did the murder on <laughs> whatever beach I got mad at you and you, you were got like, mad when I the word mentioned murder that is in the title. <laughs> yeah, when I mentioned that somebody was murdered, you you got really upset with me and then I had to point out that it is in fact in the title, and I feel like you just did that. Well, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think I've uh, spilled any beans because I couldn't even tell you if somebody did get murdered. Because it's been, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to review the notes because I, you know, I somebody did it. get murdered. 
Okay, now we did spill beans. Oh. All right, let's, let's just tell people. Let's just tell them broad strokes. Yeah. Okay, so Von Dutch. This is a brand that it was popular. It was like um, big baggy pants with, they had patches that said Von Dutch. It was, it's cute. <laughs> I don't think they'd want to be described as cute. <laughs> but, the, you know, their little graphic thing is cute. It's kind of like in the style of a gas station attendant. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. So it starts out with, you know, who really created Von Dutch. Mm-hmm. First of all, the guy, I can't remember his name, who chose to do his entire interview lying in bed. Well, <laughs> that was, wait, that was Ed Boswell. Yeah. I couldn't understand... <laughs> Because the because at the beginning of the film they were like okay who started Von Dutch and he's like just wait a second and he gets in bed mm-hmm. and he's like okay let's continue <laughs> whereas most people it would be the other way around like you were taking a nap and somebody came and said can I talk to you about this and you're like yeah oh, give let me, me a second. get out of bed let me get out of bed he's like let me get comfortable and curl up and he got in bed and did his entire interview. From his bed. Yeah, Ed Boswell. So Ed Boswell says that he was the creator of Mm -hmm. the Von Dutch clothing brand. Yeah. However, Von Dutch was the pseudonym of a famous artist named Kenneth Howard, Mm -hmm. who was a hot rod legend from L.A. And he was born in 1929, and he was as cool as it gets and created surreal, morbid art. Yeah. His philosophy was nobody owns anything and nobody's got an original thought and everybody should be able to take everybody's ideas and do whatever they want with them. Mm -hmm. So this guy, Ed Boswell, saw this artwork and thought, that's cool. I'm going to make a patch. I'm going to make patches with this on it. Mm -hmm. And so he started doing that and people were excited and then they ask another guy who created it, and he said that he did. And one of those guys <laughs> was <laughs> equally as fascinating in an interview was Mike Cassell. Because uh-huh. was it my imagi- imagination, or did he, like, <laughs> start doing crack? It, yeah, he had. During his interview. Yeah. I mean, I've never I done it before. I think crack. Right? It had like a tinfoil. I always get crack and tin. meth confused. Right. Because don't you smoke meth also? Uh, I don't. There's no way to know. But he did. <laughs> he was smoking something that seemed. I think, it, yeah, it was probably crack. Well, right. Because you, you there was tinfoil involved. And mm-hmm. then a lighter that you light, you light something. And then yeah. it, uh, I guess it bubbled. Bubbles? I truly don't know. I've only smoked even pot like ten times in my life. Yeah. Have Have you smoked much but, pot? No, not much at all. Uh huh. Because I can't talk when I'm high. Yeah. I just like sit in the corner, like ugh. I wish we should do an episode where we're both high. And <laughs> <laughs> just the two of us just staring at each other, <laughs> laughing. And only mispronouncing things. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine it. But I think he has arthritis, right? And I, I think the reason maybe he's right. smoking that is... I mean, to... I've never heard of a doctor prescribing 
Well, I don't know that a doctor was saying. But he felt fine doing it Mm -hmm. in front of people. Yeah. Oh. Thomas just said he thought maybe he was smoking his pain meds. Wow. Is that a way to do it? I have no... (laughs) We can speculate for an hour. (laughs) I mean, is that a thing? Do people... Like if you were on... what? What is a pain med? Uh, Tylenol. (laughs) Smoking Tylenol. (laughs) Or no, uh, Anison. Remember Anison? Anison. Do they even make that anymore? I feel like only... I don't think so. You know what? Probably Meemaw. Meemaw has some in her cupboard. Yeah, for sure. That's from like 1978. (laughs) Expired Anison. (laughs) When did that stop being used? I don't know. No way to go. Yeah, but didn't you forget about it? Totally. Until I, I just, I, I, I think about it from time to time. You really do. Oh, my God. Are we supposed to take a, a break? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we, before we get into Mike Cassell. Okay, just know that he's smoking, he's smoking something, something with a crack pipe. That's <laughs> fair to say. <laughs> that may or may not be crack. <laughs> and that's just the beginning of the documentary, and we've, we haven't. And there's no way to know. So we'll we'll give everyone a break, and we'll be right back after um, after these messages. Do we ever say that on this show? <laughs> we can start. Okay. We'll Mama, I don't right think people like to these... hear that. I don't think anybody likes to hear that. Okay, then we'll be right back. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. We're back. We're back. So just to let you know who Mike Cassell was. Okay, he's saying that that he is the one who invented Von Dutch. And he he's a very sort of colorful character. Mm-hmm. I like that he said it a few times. He said, the golden ring lies just out of reach, as they say. I'm like, is, yeah. is that a saying? Well, the golden ring lies just out of reach. Probably on like the Hobbit or something. <laughs> you know, whenever he would say that, I would think of like Lord of the Rings or the oh, Hobbit. Or I like that you think he was quoting Lord of the Rings. 
Look, I don't know. Um, I haven't heard that, but when yeah. he did say it, I was like, okay. I like that. Yeah. Okay. The, well, yeah. I didn't like it. It just sounds hopeless. The golden ring lies just out of reach. Well, I mean, it applies in some cases. I mean, I don't feel like the golden ring is... is everybody um, can grab it or that would be ridiculous. We'd all... Yeah. Yeah. But Mike Cassell, he was a surfer. And he has the dog. And to be honest, that yeah. dog looked like it was so tired of hearing these stories of on Dutch. <laughs> the dog was lying on the couch next to him and just, just like... Just like, yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, truly, Dutch again. Yeah, like sleeping. And then he'd wake up and look at Mike. And then he'd be like, oh, oh my boy. God. Yeah, and then still go lie down it. again. So, yeah. so Mike started this clothing brand called the Bronze Age. And mm-hmm. it, and he had this skeleton fish logo. And, and he was kind of a... He hung out and did super sketchy things. And he hung out with super sketchy people. And he says that while he's smoking crack. Yeah. So... When we first meet him, he says that uh, he was F.A.B. Uh-huh. Had you ever heard of F.A.B. before? Mm, of course not. <laughs> and I was like, what is F.A.B.? Have you? No. No. Uh, and he said it, it stands for fucked at birth, which is fucked at birth. It took yeah. me a second to really understand I guess that means that truly the golden ring is always, always just, just out, of, out reach. of reach. So so he was F.A.B. And, and that's very much the opposite of fab. <laughs> you know? <laughs> because some people are fab. And then there's, there's F.A.B. F-A-B. <laughs> yeah. There's fab and then there's F.A.B. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that he thought that through. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then there's another guy, another guy who says he started Von Dutch, and his yes. name is Bobby Vaughn. Mm-hmm. And he describes himself as Forrest Gump on crack. Well, there's a lot of crack talk. Yeah. And he was born to Japanese-Mexican parents and was adopted by the Vaughns, a white uh-huh. family. So uh-huh. he always felt mm, like, you know, didn't really fit in. Mm-hmm. He... Definitely looked different, and I think mm-hmm. that gave him anxiety. And But Bobby really loved this Bronze Age brand. Mm-hmm. So Bobby was also a surfer. So all three of these guys, during the whole <laughs> film... Can I just interrupt and say, mm-hmm. neither of us care about this. <laughs> We're struggling to care about this story. Because, I mean, it's I a just, lot. It's a lot of trucker hat talk and uh, and like flinging gangster arms when the you know yes, like the Bobby guy not, is just flinging his yeah. arms around and t- and like talking big talk and, and they talk about this business yet n- not one of them made one good business decision. Or or life decision. The only thing I cared about the whole time was like, is Bobby's kid okay? I know. Is Bobby's kid okay? I kept wanting an update about Bobby's kid because I didn't feel attached to anybody in Mm, this mm. documentary. Well. Nobody. (laughs) You did? (laughs) I'm sorry. There's one guy. There was one guy. It's not that I hope 
anything bad of for course anyone. Of not. It felt like uh-huh. these three loved sort of swimming around in this space mm-hmm. of, I created it. Nuh-uh, I did. Nuh-uh, I did. You screwed me over. I'm no, F-A-B. Screwed- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... um It also gets kind of strange because at some point at the beginning of all this, they didn't even have their own clothing line. They were just Mm. putting patches on Dickies. (laughs) Dickies. (laughs) The Dickies brand. Pants. There was a lot of talk of 20% of the company for 10 grand. I'm going to run the other branch of it. And you're thinking, I I don't think there are two branches. I mean, I don't (laughs) even... know what exactly i'm crunching numbers at home (laughs) (laughs) there's barely a branch i mean obviously it was very successful well it it became successful because Mm -hmm. oh my god this hold on i gotta get i have to a dog just came into my she's insane oh out out (laughs) to put a chair up against the door What were we I just have to tell you really fast. Stephanie and I do this character where we act like this irritated husband that goes, Oh, Linda, the cat's in here. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, the cat's in my office. <laughs> and that's really who I am now. I'm like, oh my God, the dog. Uh. Um... Anyway, at some point, this guy, Tani Sorensen, mm-hmm. who is a Danish taekwondo champion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he gets on board because he sees Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. Remember Tommy Lee Jones? And he was married to Pamela Anderson. No, Tommy Lee. Not uh, Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee Motley Crue. What's his last name? Just Tommy Lee. It says Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, is his last name I Jones? I'm looking at it, and it says There's Jones. There's no way to know. There's no way I to... mean, our outlines have been wrong before. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee Jones is an actor. Yeah, Pamela Anderson was not married to Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones. Wait. Huh? Wait, I don't know. What is Tommy Lee? He's got a... He Let's see, what real... is Tommy Lee's last name? <laughs> oh, my God. Tommy Lee Bass. Oh, also would not know. No. So Tommy Lee Jones, right, he's the actor that's like <laughs> always, he's always in like, he's always angry in the film, in films, uh, right? Look, I just know he's not. The guy that in was Motley married. Crue. <laughs> he was not in a sex tape. <laughs> um, who did our outline? I don't know. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas did. did. Thomas, you have really humiliated me in front of tens of Thomas. People. What do you mean you thought it was the same person? Are you kidding me? <gasps> how is it? How is it? <laughs> how is it that I know? And I don't watch stuff. I don't know. How is it that I know that Tommy Lee Jones is an actor and Tommy Lee is the drummer of Motley Crue who was married to Pamela Anderson? I mean, by the way, it was a good call because I would have just kept talking about it and people would think that, you know, that was, yeah, this guy. (laughs) (laughs) This is is Tommy Lee Jones. That's the drummer of Motley Crue. (laughs) 
So Tommy Lee Jones who did like, a sex tape is it a, on a yacht know. with Pamela. Okay, okay and you so know he, there's a new Hulu show called Pam, Pam and Tommy. I know. I okay. wish we could talk about that one, but it's not really. Well, we can. Who cares? We, <laughs> we have, have a boss. My have you my watched friend it? Lake, well, no, but my friend Lake Bell directed oh, a bunch of episodes. That's exciting. And, yeah. Oh, I, I want to watch it. Yeah. Listen, how excited we are to do this episode now. <laughs> but what if you tuned in? And Pam and Tommy, or whatever the title of that was, Tommy yeah. Lee Jones. <laughs> you were expecting Tommy Lee Jones and Pamela Anderson swimming around on a yacht. <laughs> yeah, so Tommy Lee Jones has been in, like, Men in Black. Like, and- what if nobody corrected the outline of that <laughs> series, and they did it about Tommy Lee Jones and Pamela Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> and what a hot and heated relationship they had. I mean, you know who Tommy Lee is, right? He's yeah, got men in- sleeves of tattoos. Oh, now you're talking about that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, with sleeves. the long hair? Yes. Yeah, well, no, with he has piercings. short hair now. He's had short hair okay. for decades. Well, in my mind, it's still long. Okay, well, you were on the early Motley We need to take a break. <laughs> oh, I can't take a break. We haven't done any. I also cannot believe we almost moved past Tommy Lee Jones and didn't correct that. And Thomas doesn't make mistakes, and that's a, an egregious mistake. And by the way, Thomas doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to they didn't care. care. He they was going to care. He that's was the just closest to a boss we have. <laughs> he doesn't even care. We're just looking at him laugh with his hands in the air, like he just don't care. Here. Okay, we get, we'll take a break. Listen, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back very focused. Yeah, right. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back. We're back. Okay. Watch Pam and Tommy on Hulu. (laughs) (sighs) Blah, blah, blah. And uh, Von Dutch on Cribs. Remember that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Remember the show Cribs? Yes, there was a friend of mine that made, uh, I think, either made this or thought it'd be funny to make uh, a show called Comedian Cribs. Oh. And it's just like like studio apartments. apartments. (laughs) Yeah. That they share with two other comedians. It's like a bag of open Doritos. (laughs) Yeah. A crash pad between while everyone's on tour and the refrigerator just has a tub of margarine and (laughs) beer. Okay. So this guy, Tawny Sorensen. Tawny Lee Jones. T-O-N-N. 
why not Tony, uh-huh. but all pe- other people call him Tony. So yeah. this, and he's this tall, blonde mm-hmm. Danish guy who yeah. can do a split. Yeah, he does the middle split a lot, right? Which I find I don't want to be judgmental, but yes, it just looks so painful for a man to do a a, a split. How is that judgmental? <laughs> No. <laughs> do you know what judgmental means? Maybe I don't. Well, it's like if you saw an old lady <laughs> lifting something heavy and you're like, um, listen, I don't mean to be judgmental, but would you like me to help you with that? I mean, I guess that well, would be judgmental be- because you're judging. That their, I think that she can't do it. That she's a weak ass granny. Well, I'm saying it makes me uncomfortable to watch him do it. Mm-hmm. Why? Do you really want me to say? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's got to tear his balls. <laughs> Does that not seem like a ball terror? I don't know. I mean, that's your expertise. <laughs> not mean, You know, I guess you're, my question, you're Cheryl Ball Terror <laughs> Hines. My question is, uh-huh. what happens to a man's balls when they do a split? There's no way to know. <laughs> I mean, they're connected. Are they not connected? I don't know. I'm a high school dropout. In my mind, yeah. in my mind, and I, yes. and I could be wrong. Like the probably are the uh, what's the right word to call them? Not a screw, not a screw sack. Screw, scrotum, scrotum. But then are there two? If there are two, are they called, is the word scrotum plural? Oh, no. Scrotums? (laughs) Careful, you don't want to tear your scrotums. Okay. 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 So you may... (laughs) Okay, so let's say scrotum is plural. I think it could be singular or plural. Oh, my God. I'm just saying if, uh-huh. so if a man does a split. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're splitting. <laughs> Clearly, you're not splitting your s- scrotum sacks. <laughs> Wait, I don't think it's sacks. How are you so unfamiliar? You think it's, I would be it's, it's singular. What? Let's not bring Thomas into this. I know. I know Thomas. He, I'm sure he would love to tell us. Look, he's doing there's no way to know. Okay, here's what I think happens. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. When a man does a split. When a man does a split. I'm assuming that. (laughs) Hello, first time (laughs) listeners. Welcome, first time listeners. I'm assuming that all the uh, I don't know. This is stuff. (laughs) Stuff. Just sits in the middle. <laughs> so you're good. Because at first, at first thought, it feels like it's it splits. But of course, they don't. <laughs> I don't know. Thomas is nodding yes. They split up? No, he's saying they go in the they middle. They just sit in the middle. <laughs> Poor Thomas. Okay. Thomas, can you do the splits? No. No. Do you know one man that can? I'm sure we have a huge listenership that is men that can do splits. 
please. I hope. Uh, I hope this. Honestly, <laughs> I hope this gets edited out because it's it's gone on too long, and it sounds like I should know. It sounds like everybody else knows this. What do you mean? It sounds like it's just me, you, (laughs) and we're talking, and Thomas is just listening in. What do you mean? It sounds like everyone knows. (laughs) Well, now what are you basing that on? Now that I'm talking it through and I can hear myself, yeah, it's like of course their balls don't split up. (laughs) (laughs) One, one, they each go shooting down the each leg (laughs) to the foot. I hope no one, honestly, I hope no one's listening. Hello, new listeners. (laughs) Please subscribe now. Okay, listen, this guy, Tawny. Uh Okay, he's very flexible. Tawny Lee. I hope it starts with this. He's very flexible. Tawny Lee. Do not confuse people. So so he has a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And he contacted these guys, Bobby and Mike Cassell. It's weird about the Ed Boswell of it all because... The guy in the bed? The guy in the bed with the patches. Because he kind of... You don't really hear much about him during the thing. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, maybe the director was just like, if you can't get out of bed... Yeah. You know? At least, what's his name, got to the couch and smoked crack. Yeah. And that was the least you could do. Okay, so Tawny gets involved... Mm-hmm. And says, I can help this brand become big. So the part that I have trouble with <laughs> is that Tawny, quote unquote, tricks Bobby into signing a contract, giving over 20% of his company for $10,000. But listen, mm-hmm. everybody knows that before you sign a contract, you should really read it. Would you say? Are we giving legal advice on this show now? <laughs> well, I mean... Do you read every contract? No, I don't. <laughs> I wish I Because I'm just thinking, like... Nobody wants to read that crap. Yeah, it's especially those electronic contracts that come right. through Where now. Where it's so easy and, just to put Yeah, it's just like, it. click like, here, click here, click fine. here. It's Done. like, all right, clickety-clickety-clack. Did it. Yeah, take everything. Uh, so, anyway, so mm-hmm. blah, 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 and now... Doodly-doo. <laughs> <laughs> one and... ball goes this way, one ball goes that way. <laughs> and that's male anatomy. Then they hired this guy named Christian Adagir to be a designer for Von Dutch. So he's, uh-huh. you know, having a ball... If, so to speak, he does all of these designs. Everybody's loving it. Trucker hats become really popular. Mm-hmm. And Tawny decides that he's going to charge $85 a piece for them. And they're yeah. just selling out like crazy. And then they hire this guy named Tracy Mills. That's who I liked. I don't even remember him. Oh. <laughs> and I watched this last night. <laughs> Tracy Mills, he said that he knew how to talk to aliens. I mean, he called celebrities aliens. So he had, Oh, oh, I remember him. I remember him. Yeah. So he was friends with different celebrities. And he mm-hmm. he's really smart. And he would, you know, invite like um, Britney Spears and Halle Berry. Well, he used to work at like an auto shop, right? Yeah. And he would meet people yeah. that would bring their cars right. in. And then he would develop these relationships. Which I thought was impressive, too. Because mm-hmm. that really says something about him. If he's the type of person that can have a real genuine connection with somebody 
mm-hmm. you know, enough so that they would trust them, a celebrity would trust them later. And if he said, oh, you should come in and do this, the celebrities yeah. did it. I thought that was like, wow, that says a lot. Oh, so yeah. Bobby, this is a side note. I don't even know why this was a, mm-hmm. a lot of business about it. But he, Bobby had a friend named Mark who was uh, wanted for murder because he, no, he did time for murder because he actually did murder someone. And Makes sense. This and that. He was going to kill Bobby. And then Bobby ended up having to kill Mark. So Bobby went to prison. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bobby felt really badly about it. It was his friend, but he was also about to get killed by him. Anyway, uh, let's see. Where are we? Should we start wrapping it up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you should know that Paris Hilton is in this. You know who I was thinking would be in it is my friend Ashton Kutcher because I feel like he was famous for trucker hats, right? Yeah, I mean, I could have just really could not wait to drop that name, my friend. Yeah, my friend. I've been waiting. Kutcher. Yeah, (laughs) my dear, dear, my closest friend Ashton. But this is when Paris Hilton and what's her name, Nicole Richie. Thank you. Had uh, their show, their reality show, and Paris is actually on this documentary saying that that's, they loved the Von Dutch brand and they just wore it on every episode. And that's really mm-hmm. like what made it all crazy. Well, and also Tommy Lee. Right. Or Tawny Lee Jones um, <laughs> really blew it up because right. on Cribs, Cribs, everybody was wearing Von Dutch. Right. And only because Bobby, Bobby was, was there, there partying. Partying. Being classic Bobby. Yeah, yeah, and then he didn't know. All of a sudden, a camera crew pulls up, and Bobby mm-hmm. says, everybody put these on. Yeah. And everybody did. Yeah. So they had, you know, cute girls wearing it. Tommy Lee Cass? What's his last name? Bass. <laughs> oh, Bass. Tommy yeah. Lee Bass was wearing it. Yeah. Which, he's also just Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. Yeah, Tommy Lee. I don't want to confuse anyone. I yeah. want to make sure that no. this is a very think that it's easily Tommy. understood episode. <laughs> okay. There was also a a lawyer, mm-hmm. uh, Dale. Oh, yeah, that guy. Filippo, who, was it weird that he would just be playing the piano? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you had to do something to fill up the time. You're just watching this going, what? There's three episodes of this. Here's the thing is I feel like it's popular right now to make a docu-series. Yeah. But I think it needs to be really examined and considered. Do we really need three episodes? Right. We could have told the story, I feel. I mean, we told it very clearly (laughs) in one hour, okay? I'm sorry that these three guys... Have a, have a misunderstanding and an argument over the company yes. and that maybe there's drugs and murder yes. and all sorts of things. But right, to call it a curse of Von Dutch. There's no curse involved, in my opinion. It's just... Well, do you believe in curses? Do I believe in curses? <laughs> well, that does make it sound like a, a witch over a cauldron. Like, Well, it just feels like if you're going to say there wasn't a curse Curse. then then it it seems seems like i do believe in curse yeah Mm -hmm. well i'm gonna say a little (laughs) you know sometimes there is like oh remember (laughs) remember when the brady bunch 
went to Hawaii mm-hmm. and they had yes. the, the, the Boy, puka do shells. I. Yeah. <laughs> there was the, that little, uh, the thing was cursed. Mm-hmm. I do think that sometimes there may be bad energy connected to an object. Mm-hmm. Maybe a person. Maybe a person. Yeah, but- sure. I think that when there's a lot of stuff going on, you can tend to be like, uh-oh. Yeah. Oh. This is the curse. This is the cur- I mean, yeah. and the curse was that everybody was doing drugs and mm-hmm. threatening to kill each other. And actually, and sometimes, till, yeah, and, and sometimes, sometimes actually. that actually happens. So is that a curse? Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely not a great business plan. Mm-mm. Mm. No, it's a terrible <laughs> business plan. So at some point, it emerges that the original Von Dutch, Kenneth Howard, this was also weird. They said that mm-hmm. he was a bigot and that he was uh, just racist. an awful racist person. Yeah. Tawny ended up selling his stake mm-hmm. in Von Dutch. Mike is very bitter about how he was treated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby sued Von Dutch and received a settlement. Mm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do have to give Bobby some credit. If he wasn't partying at Tommy Lee's house when the camera crew showed up. He would have been partying somewhere else. <laughs> And, um, oh, and Christian Adagir, I think that's Uh how you say his name, he left Von Dutch and launched Ed Hardy, which is really interesting. I mean, he was um, very talented, and sadly, he passed away in 2015. Yeah. And then it's interesting, too, because it doesn't really wrap up what happened with Ed Boswell, the guy in his bed. Yeah, he probably just went to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just, listen, these guys didn't get along no who do you think started the company well i mean to be honest with you ed boswell the guy in bed did have a lot to do with it he thought Mm -hmm. the artwork was cool Mm -hmm. but then they probably all had something to do they all had something to do with it yeah and then tawny seemed to have a lot of good business sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Tani, in this documentary, Tani is t- speaking. He's being interviewed. I mean, I, it was hard to know exactly where he was, but clearly like an indoor parking garage with lots of amazing motorcycles. Cars and motorcycles. Yeah, like and, on the wall. Yeah. There's cash. He's successful. Yeah, he's successful. And I mean, he can do the split. <laughs> Please. I really hope that part gets cut out. Um, All right, Tig, do you have any questions about any of that? I don't have a single question. (laughs) I I do not have a single question. Were you expecting something else when you started watching this? I feel like I I heard that, oh, this isn't what you think it's going to be. Which I always find intriguing. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, because I I didn't think I would be necessarily drawn to this Von Dutch, you know, trucker. story behind this type of right. clothing line. <laughs> um, but that's the fun of a documentary: is it you can think, well, I don't, I don't care about this thing, and then the people or the story is so interesting, right. and you're like, wow, you got to see this, right, right. And then with this story, I truly was just like. Of course, it's sad that somebody lost their life and there was drug abuse and that there was any sort of financial loss. But I just didn't care. (laughs) 
I just didn't care about any of them. I just or was like, they just mm. it was a bit, yeah, yeah. I really cared about Bobby's child. I know. So we never really talked about it much, but he ended up marrying this woman who, and she clearly had a drug problem. And at some point, yeah. she left and mm-hmm. left Bobby with his the kid. kid to and then he raised the kid yeah. with a bunch of friends yeah. that were and it not was sweet doing... i mean he was tr- trying he was, did his best i think yeah and i guess that's where i'm like go off in that direction but i, right. I guess maybe the kid's too young or didn't want to be a part of this no but, i'm glad but, the kid wasn't on the yeah. camera because that's, that's what i found but the most interesting. that's what i kept thinking well, about especially like, since bobby's the one that ended up you know filing a lawsuit and mm-hmm. really uh, making good decisions and mm-hmm. and like um, I was gonna say above water. That's not a saying. Above, is there a saying? Like if you're doing it, you're not doing it on the down low. You're doing it above water. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it. He was doing it above water through the legal system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was good, and I'm glad he did that. And hopefully, you know, he has a nice life with this child yes okay are you ready for some final thoughts yes please it's time for happily ever after thoughts where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary (laughs) (laughs) did you cry i did not Mm -mm. Mm -mm. did you (laughs) no who were you attracted to well, you know, I have to say there were it was surprising how cool looking and attractive Bobby was when he oh, was I know. younger. Yeah. As well as who was it in the wheelchair? Uh Mike. Yeah, he yeah. was attractive as well. Yeah. And then uh Tani. Bobby's wife. Yeah. You said Tani? Yeah, I mean Tani's really cute. I mean, he's really handsome. I guess. Until I saw him, was he wearing like a leotard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't, uh, that was a game changer for me, and I couldn't see him any other way after that. Yeah. But he's a handsome yeah. man. Sure. He didn't stick out to me. Oh, really? Okay. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Whoa. Well, he's like the, you know, epitome of attractive we listen to each other i mean we have yeah different tastes i guess so okay so who were you attracted to i would say somewhere between bobby (laughs) and his bobby when he was younger and his wife i would say between those two okay then i will say tawny before i saw him in the tight onesie i guess i'll say bobby's wife okay that's fair because I don't think I could deal with Bobby's arms always flinging around oh, while he's talking. Oh, he has, he had a lot, he has arms a lot of energy. Slinging. Okay, so that's it for this week's episode. That is it. <laughs> we really made it all Did very it. clear. Next mm-hmm. week, we'll be talking about Joan Rivers, A Piece of Work, which you can watch on Amazon, Apple TV, or YouTube. Before we go, would you like to hear some true fan mail? Sure. This is from Emma M. Hey, Emma M. Hey, Emma M. Hey. hey. 
I don't know if this matters to anyone else, but I love that you say, let's do this again at the end of the episode. I'm 24 and my life is very unpredictable. When all else fails, I know there will be another Tig and Cheryl true story on Monday. (laughs) And that's so nourishing. That's so nice. Oh, no. I'm getting emotional. Oh, God. Are you? Yes. That's just so sweet to me. Oh, God. I got to find a piece of mail to fan myself again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then she said, love you, Emma. Oh, that is so nice. Oh, geez. Okay. (laughs) Wow, Cheryl. (laughs) It is very nice. And it is. And I get, I get that. It's like, yeah, you have that hope for the future. Yeah. A little hope for the future. And, so, and like something consistent that you're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's good. That'll happen. Yeah. Mm, thank you, Emma. M. It almost sounds like Eminem. Oh, do you think it's Eminem? <laughs> do you think Eminem wrote in as Emma M to throw yeah. us off? And to tell us that it keeps him going knowing that we'll do this again. <laughs> And he typed it up with his shirt off. Uh, we, listen, we do love reading your messages and your comments, your reviews. Keep letting us know what you think about the docs. Leave us a review, and we might just read your response on the show. Tig, do you have anything to promote? Well, I'm on tour. Yes. And uh, I would love to promote the okay. tour that I'm on. Okay. And uh, all right. Well, thanks for being uh open to this i'm going to as you know fort myers i'm florida i'm going to fort lauderdale i'm going to tampa orlando i'm going to dallas san antonio phoenix Mm. new york Mm. chicago madison wisconsin milwaukee oh this is all very exciting houston we added houston okay whoa you added something honolulu that sounds nice. Yeah. Okay. So everyone should check that out. And I just want to let you know, I just finished shooting The Flight Attendant, second season. And it's going to, I think it airs in, oh, well, maybe I can't say. <laughs> I can't break. Spilling the beans. I, I don't want to break. I can't break the news. But I will say relatively soon, mm-hmm. which I thought was exciting. Are you pretty excited? I'm so, I'm really excited about it. it was, I can't wait to see it. It was really, really fun and uh just like i don't know it was, it was amazing and uh, and you know if you like fun guessing games oh <laughs> you can watch i can see your voice on fox on mm-hmm. wednesday nights it's really fun to watch with your family i watch with uh, dr becky hines we facetime each other and she's always like the mechanic can't sing <laughs> i'm like you don't know that just wait I know it sounds like I'm speaking a different language, but for those of you that watch the show, you'll know exactly what that means. And speaking of speaking different languages, Star Trek is still uh, Mm. streaming this season. Mm. And um, I haven't told you this yet, but I'm getting ready to go to um, Puerto Rico for two weeks to shoot something, but I can't tell you what. But that's exciting. Well, congrats. (laughs) So were you tapped? Yeah, I was tapped. (laughs) I was tapped. The industry tapped me. Congrats on getting tapped. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So I'm sure I'll be recording from there at some point. That's exciting. That's exciting. All right, guys. All right. Well, um, Cheryl. Tig. 
M-A-M? <laughs> M-A-M? Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.